and that is how I got out of being in the army. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro of North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Did I say You Atlanta? didn't. I just messed with you. Oh, okay. I, it, after the week I've had, I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just now got back in the house, you know? From the, the, for the refurb, the remodel. Yeah, so we um we had to camp out at my parents' house for three days while they uh pulled out carpet, added new hardwoods, and then refinished everything. Uh, it looks great. Mm. But if any of you are on the live stream or seeing that my uh, my camera angle is slightly more focused uh, because there is literal chaos all around me. <laughs> so yeah, so that will they be back to clean up or is this it? What? No, I mean, they, they did their part. Now it's just a matter of putting all of our stuff back where it's supposed to go. Gotcha. But in that, then you're going like, well, did we like the way it was before? And, you know, what are we going to do? There's oh, lots of- a thousand decisions to make for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we have to do that with enough time to spare to do the exact opposite up on the second floor because they're going to do carpets next week. Mm. So Lord help us. Uh, I got brand new lights. I had I didn't even have time to set them up. I look forward to hearing about them. They're the same that I have, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. What did you get yours for? I got mine for like a deal. Mine was a deal too on Amazon. Um, I don't remember. It was like less than a hundred bucks for the pair. No, uh, I think I, what I got maybe a little bit different than yours. Mine was just under like 180. Oh, so they may be, all right. It would be different like, than mine. Are, they came with like soft boxes and like mounts and like a big case and a whole. Yeah. Set of duty. Mine was not that elaborate. They had little zipper cases. Um, and they came with a stick and a clamp to clamp onto the end of the, the back of my desk. Yeah, like the key lights. Yeah, yeah, a lot like the key lights, but but not as fancy and um, not as good. Frankly, they lose their Bluetooth connection to my phone constantly, but I, I work with it. It's all right. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, uh, since we're talking about things that aren't important, let's talk about things that are important. So um, one of the things that we did over the past couple of weeks is we have tried to widen our uh, spread. Uh, and ways for you guys to get in touch with us and for us to get in touch with you. Uh, We've done that two ways. Uh, We did it by adding a phone number to our our whole situation. So uh, you can now call us and leave us voicemails or you can text us. And right after I announced that number, I got this message and I wanted to read it for everybody. We'll do this in place of a review because honestly, it's just as good, if not better. It says, Adam and Dan, thank you so much. You two will never know how much inspiration you have delivered to this music man from the 806 West Texas. Home to Buddy Holly, Waylon Jennings, Bobby Keys, and so many more from different genres and cultural backgrounds like the Hometown Boys. Nice. My career high audience played for was 20,000 at an outdoor festival, and we were doing about 120 paying shows a year for 10 years, roughly 3,500 a night. Unlikely I will be that busy anymore, but it sure does feel good to be playing again. So many stories and gear... It's so different now. Definitely easier now than it ever was. You guys are all stars. Thanks again. So if you want to get in touch with us, leave us a message or uh, text us. You can do so at 404-491-0910. Easy to remember. If you remember. Okay. There's like, I got a lot of fours and nines and ones in there. I don't know. Yeah. Is if, if you are hitting a four, a zero, a nine, or a one, you're probably halfway there. In some order. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how, how have you been? How have you been? How are things? I have been good. I've been good. You know, um, um, 
uh, I've been planning a, a big return to to uh, rehearsal life and gigging yep. life. And uh, Taylor and I've been pushing back our date. We had a date on Monday, and then she couldn't do it because she's now working full time and doing her last year of college, and that's a lot. So yeah. we push back now to Sunday afternoon. So that'll be good. But um, my next door neighbor is uh, Bed and Breakfast, large. Yes. Um, a very old, beautiful house that has now been refurbed as a bed and breakfast. And they're doing takeout dinner out of their newly remodeled commercial kitchen um, okay. six nights a week. And, um, and it's really great. And then on Wednesdays, they do this Wine Wednesday thing, and they have a jazz band on the stage in the backyard, which has been fun to listen to on Wednesday nights. And they, they're really good. Um, and I reached out and said, look, I got it. I got an acoustic duo. I got an electric party band. I don't know if you're fully committed to those jazz dudes on Wednesday night or what might be going on. And he turns out and wants to do like a standing Friday night special dinner with music. And he wants to put the the duo on the roster for that. So potentially a gig right next door, which is he like makes it really convenient to come home. And Even better. Yeah. The, like the travel is, do I give a yeah. discount for if the travel is like a hundred feet? Probably not. I don't probably, know. Probably not. I mean, that's ultimately up to you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say no, but it's, um, it makes life easy for me for sure. So that'll be fun uh, once that gets rolling. And uh, Taylor and I have been talking about songs we're going to add and getting pretty excited about that. Um, Lincoln's, we're still working towards sort of the moment when we have tipping tipping point of people vaccinated. Um, yeah. So but that's soon. That's coming right up. So pretty nice. excited about all of it. Very cool. Uh, speaking of things that happen close to home, um, I did do uh, a solo acoustic gig last Friday, and that was the uh, catalyst and the uh, motivation to do all the things that I posted about last week, talking about, you know, QR codes and the landing page and all of that. So that Friday was the first time I actually set that whole deal up and put it through its paces. And uh, I would say the verdict is in and it is good. Cool. So um, for those of you who haven't been keeping tabs, um, I bought a, a new mic stand rig that gives me the ability to um, kind of mount multiple things from a single stand that uh, also kind of houses my pedal board. And it's all very kind of like single unit, very compact, very efficient with space and resources. Um, I have since added a, uh, a guitar stand to that setup as well as a, uh, as a, as a tablet stand. So now I have this like single block that has like all of my gear on it. And, um, the other thing that I did was I said, I, I, I had a sign made, uh, that had my QR code on it that sent people to the landing page that I set up on, uh, at this point, the, the agency website and, uh, traffic was crazy. Mm. You know, we had during the course of the evening, I had 40 hits on that website. So cool. I mean, that was more than total hits probably that entire week up to that point. Right. And, uh, the texting your, uh, texting your requests went over really, really well. Uh, the payments didn't end up getting any traction, but I still, I made a hundred dollars in cash. So it all kind of cool worked out in the wash. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I now have a set of numbers and I, you know, I sent an email to them or a text afterwards said, Hey, thanks for, uh, texting in your information. If you want more, info, if you want to keep tabs, you know, here's how you can do that. And, um, we'll just see, you know, what I can do with those numbers in the future. Try maybe set up some kind of sales funnel. Not really sure. Sure. And if all of this is Greek to you, 
we have a blog post that uh, is on the Cover Band Confidential website, um, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes if you uh, don't know what we're talking about. You bet. So. Good. Well, that sounds like that was a good time. Yeah. And, um, you know, not a whole lot else on the agenda. A lot of kind of potential possibilities and lots of back and forth via emails and text, but no, nothing on the uh, agenda right now other than solo acoustic stuff um, in the immediate future. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, listen, we had two topics, right? Yeah, we did. We had a couple of things uh, that we wanted to get into. Um, I did want to mention two other things that we did do over the past week that uh, are cool and have been doing well for us. Uh, we did, I did finally uh, break down and get a newsletter set up. Yeah. And we got um, 10 new signups this week. Come on. And uh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, if you want to keep abreast of all of the stuff that's going on other than just the, you know, the weekly podcast, there's lots of other things going. So um, you can sign up for that on our website or uh, on the Facebook page. And then the video I did of the Helix 310 video, uh, or sorry, 310 firmware uh, came out and it is doing very well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Rocker Verb 100 on that firmware is bananas. It, it rips. It really does. Uh, I will tell you, I played the, that video, uh, for the former head of orange A&R and he said, wow, they really nailed it. Yeah. And he would know. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Now we're all caught up. Okay. For serious. For reals though. All right, so why don't we get into the uh, initial conversation we were talking about around, uh, again, it's like our bread and butter. We talk about it all the time. People love it. Let's talk about song selection. More specifically, let's talk about requests. Yep. Yep, so you said that you um, you got a bunch of requests by text in your show this week. Absolutely. And so um, what's your process? How do you... How do you how do you deal with those? How do you do you, how do you fold those into your plans for the show? Tell okay. Me about that. So, yeah. So here's my typical structure for doing a solo acoustic show. Um, I'm using my iPad and I have uh, a certain set of playlists. Uh, I primarily are running, I'm operating between two of them at any given moment. One of them called acoustic, which is literally every acoustic song on the planet that I play. And then another one that I call Tonight. And Tonight is basically a short list of new songs, interesting songs, kind of memory joggers. Um, and I would say that's roughly 20 to 30% of my total list that is on that list. And so I would say most of the time I'm running off of that list because, you know, initially when you're starting out, you know, where I was, I was basically playing dinner entertainment. <laughs> so... It was pretty self-guided for the most part. And in order to come up with uh, stuff to play while people are eating and, you know, not necessarily interested in what I was doing, uh, I just kind of would go through that and kind of scroll through. It's like, oh yeah, here's a song. And then I do that. Um, at some point though, you kind of run out of plans. You know, you hit a certain point, like in my case, I did three straight hours. I took no breaks. I just, you know, I dug in and I went for it. Um, and around, I would say around 60 minutes in, I was out of, out of ideas. Out of ideas. Um, and that entire time I was kind of pushing for, if you want to 
if you want a song, if you want to request a song, I've got song lists up here, or you can use the QR code. Um, and, and right around that time, uh, people, one person came up and they took the picture with their phone and that just kind of set the whole thing off. Mm. And basically for the rest of the night, with few exceptions, I was doing requests off of that list. Yeah. And so how did you, they were coming to you by text message. Yes. And so how did you capture them, accumulate them? How'd you manage all that? All right. So for those of you who are in the, uh, in the live stream, I will go ahead and provide this for you. What I'm, what I have right here is a friction mount mm -hmm. that holds my phone. And this was clamped onto uh, one of the stands on that crazy stand. And I'm actually using it right now to monitor the live stream uh, as we're doing this. Um, and what I was using was Google Voice. So I opted to, instead of using my own personal phone number uh, to create a Google Voice number, it's actually the one that uh, we are using for the, uh, the podcast information as well. Um, and it's just a way to you know separate things. And you know things get weird. Uh, you can always you know, yeah. get rid of the number and yeah, start don't, over. Don't use your personal phone number for this. It's a bad, it's a bad yeah. idea. But so um, it's been a long time since I've used Google Voice, but they have an app of their own, right? Correct. And so that was where you were scrolling through that to look at what people had submitted, yeah? Yes. Okay, gotcha. And right. no, you're getting push notifications like text messages for that number. So if you're kind of paying attention to what the the text is doing or the phone is doing, you can kind of you know, keep tabs on it. Okay. So you have now this app full of suggestions. Um, but I mean, there's still a set list story to tell. There's still an arc of song selection to make, even if all your selections are going to come from these requests. So is that part of your thinking as you drive, you know, your, your, your plan off of the submitted requests or are you just going in order no, I mean, I, I, I'm curating because what what ended up happening, and this is actually, again, this is a way that you can kind of draw people into the conversation. Um, first, Firstly, you say, okay, this, uh, this song comes in by request. If you would like to request a song, you can do X, Y, and Z. Sure. So then you're, you're drawing people in. But what ended up happening was that a small group of people kind of were doing all the requesting. Yeah. And then it kind of turned into a thing where I was kind of having to like, not necessarily pick and choose, but kind of like alternate requests so that it wasn't like one person was getting everything they wanted and everybody else wasn't. And do you get a name or something on Google, Google uh, phone? Uh, no. Okay. So you, you, but the remote phone number, the source phone number you saw. Yeah. I do have that. Um, now, if that person is in your contacts, uh -huh. their name does show up. Okay. So if my wife, you know, if Amber decided to do it or one of our friends put a request and I, I could recognize who it was from. Yeah. Um, and then there were other people who didn't kind of wise up to the fact that I had a song list and they were just like putting in songs that like right. they just weren't here. Right. And so that was kind of a challenge. But I, I actually, I said something about, man, this person's putting in all these hard requests. And then they text me. It's like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was a song list. Uh, mm. So that was kind of a fun interaction as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it, you're looking for an egalitarian approach, like everybody gets, you know, equal, you know, say, I guess. While also keeping the energy flowing and keeping some consistency of energy level of song and 
So there's like a lot of variables to deal with as you're handling sure. th this input into your song selection, right? Yeah. And then also like, you know, calling your own audibles. You're like, all right, well now I, I want to play this song. Right. Right. And the, the fun thing is that you can just make it up like this one comes in by request. Totally. Yeah, no, there's no, you're under, you're under no requirement to play every request or to, you know, not call one's request that you've put in. You, you requested this one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely a choose your own adventure thing. I just I'm using it as a um, you know, as a suggestion box, as a kind of a an idea spot where we when I run out of ideas. It fully does that. It also, I mean, critically, you've said this a couple of times, it is um one of the best ways to engage with your audience. It's one of the best ways for the yeah. audience to feel like they're part of the show. Mm -hmm. It also allows you to kind of figure out what the room is doing. Yes. What the room's about. Yes. You know, in my case. My room is about sad 90 songs, like <laughs> all of them. <laughs> but, but it sounds like it also, at some point it turned from quiet dinner music into a show. Yeah. So the, for sure. the, the requests will tell you that too. Absolutely. Very different things to, to, to curate and to select a set list for dinner music versus a show. Yeah. But instead of playing Margaritaville, I played like losing my religion and like yellow. <laughs> like, all right. Well, bunch of sad stuff, bunch of sad stuff. Look, it was fun. Yeah. I could, and you don't do, um, you don't do requests with the full band ever. Your show's too programmed for that. That's not entirely true. We don't necessarily call audibles on the spot, but if somebody like asks for a song, you know, we may be able to kind of like make it happen. Yeah. It's not impossible to do on the fly. Yeah. Uh, but typically, you know, unless they're requesting something that's already on the list or something that, you know, we've already done before. We, we normally don't do that. Now the gig that I did with, uh, where I was filling in on bass with that band, um, the elegant bachelors, mm -hmm. uh, it was almost entirely requests. And I played probably a dozen, 18 songs that like I'd never played before mm. that just on the spot, you just kind of have to figure it out. Right. Right. So, I mean, I've been, I've been on both sides of it. Uh, it's nice to know what's coming up, but it's also kind of fun to be like, all right, well, I guess this is happening. Oh yeah. No, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. The electricity of that mm -hmm. excitement, mm -hmm. definitely something. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Cool. Well, um, you know, I talked about this a little bit last week with, uh, with the fellows from, um, cover band central, um, in the interest of at some point reopening my live acoustic karaoke show, um, I needed some way to do touchless, karaoke sign up. I'm done having people yep. paw through my books and come up and use my pens and write on my paper. And then for that matter, spit on my mic and Blech. have, you know, have, you know, be, be facing my iPad while they do it. Like the, the, these times have changed. We're not, there's Lots of things. a lot of ways that that's not going to work anymore. And so sure. I sat down and I built a, a karaoke request app and then once I had that built, I realized I'd also made a song request app just for normal shows. And so I gave it a non-karaoke mode that sort of changes some of the words from like sign up to sing into just request. Mm -hmm. um, and it does a few things that I think are kind of interesting. First of all, it syncs my song list down from Band Helper. Um, yep. There are a couple of ways that Band Helper can dump out a feed of a set list or a smart list. And my app can ingest that and store it. So for the nerds, yeah. what 
what protocol is that? What is it, what is it using? It is a, um, it's not a protocol. He gives you, okay. there's a page where you can configure it and tell it what fields you want in it and what set list or, or smart list to come from. And it gives you a URL and it dumps oh. out this JSON object that okay. is, um, the, the, the songs with those fields. And, um, and I had to go My back and means are super stoked that you said that. Totally. No, it's, it is, it is a great way to get into that. Um, I did have to go back and ask Arlo to add his song ID so that if I ingested changes to a song, a title change or something, something changes about it, I can just, I can just update my existing record locally and not, you know, stomp history that I've saved about that song. Um, should we shout to him? That'd be a fun interview. That would be a fun interview. That's a good idea. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Um, cause he's a musician. He does stuff too. So he, Absolutely. He's, on, he's on both sides of it. Anyway, the point is that you can then turn on an event, invite people to come register, give their name. They, um, they can browse your set list, request a song. And then once it's confirming, yes, thank you. That song's requested. Would you like to put in a tip to skip the line? Yeah. All right. And it goes straight to PayPal and t- takes money and captures that it did that. And that they skip the line just great. And then on my interface, it shows up in red. This, this, there's a tip associated with this request. Yeah. Um, just so I don't miss that, but cause you want to honor, you, you, I, can, I can curate away almost anything that comes to me, but the one that has money on it, I probably ought to do. Um, so that's sort of the fundamental of it. I'm going to be doing a live stream tomorrow night. That is all request. I mean, we'll see, yeah. but I'm calling it all request. Um, I had one last week, but the app was unknown to me, broken in a way that prevented people from registering. So I ended up just playing all my own stuff. Yeah. Um, but this next week, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I, I had a chance to uh, to kind of find my way through the uh, the application or the the web app, and it, it worked really well. But yeah, you were saying you ran into an issue where it wasn't allowing people to set up new accounts yeah. once you start. Yeah. Right? The registration function was broken because of um, yeah. some differences in database uh, version between my dev box and the production Amazon box I have it on. Um, any rate, the um, proof of concept will be, will be tomorrow night to really see that this thing does what it needs to do um, and, and reliably. And then um, the other thing about it is I'm contemplating opening it up to other artists. So I've built it in theory so that you could have an account on it as an artist, bring in your songs from, from band helper. They would not collide with mine. You'd create your own events. Users could share between us. And right now there's no way to do it, but they could pick an event that's happening that they can come participate in an event that's owned by a particular host. Um, and then the tips would go, um, right now they all go into one bucket, but in principle, you know, I would then pay you out the tips that the system had made. And, and you know, if I wanted to turn it into a business venture, I'd pay out, you know, I'd keep 10% or something and pay you out the rest or something like that. Sure. Um, any rate, I think it's a very interesting idea. And for sure, even if I only end up being the only ever person who uses it, it is my solution for karaoke. So it was well worth a, a weekend and a few extra nights to, to put together. But I am interested if anybody listening would be like, would like to be another pilot user of it, or, you know, if you'd like to give it a shot in, in lieu of a texting approach. Um, I think it'd be interesting to, to just see about multi-user, um, interfaces to it. I will say it was inspired by an app that I was using for a while called request magic. Um, that was good. Um, a little heavily branded for what I wanted. And then the particular feature I needed about karaoke, um, which was that I always got the person's name so that I could call it on mic, invite them up. Um, yeah. the developer kind of ghosted me when I asked for that. So, 
Um, so I like that dude. I've liked his shows, but, um, but I, I need this thing to be up. So I built my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tricky, especially, you know, when you're dealing with developers because they're trying to make, we're everybody who's in that world is trying to make the product they would use, mm-hmm. but the use cases for these kinds of things is so varied that if you took every single request that every person made, you know, you'd end up with, uh, a very strange program. Yeah. And well, and listen, my, my day job, I am a product manager. And so this is what I do. I say no to stuff like that all day long. So, um, I, well, yeah, I, I work for a developer too. And, yeah. and we, yeah, you got to say no to stuff. I know. want this button to do the exact opposite of what it says it does. No, just, or I'm not going to use this program anymore. That's right. That's right. I had a user in, in my day job insist that a particular button should be yellow. No other buttons anywhere on the system anywhere are yellow, but that one should be. Yeah. I'm I'm all right. I get it. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'll say there's definitely that idea has legs. I think so. Uh, You know, other than, you know, just general kind of UI zhuzhing, like the, the nuts and bolts are there. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in it, it's, it's a great idea and it, it's definitely what that particular gig, you know, needs. Um, and you can go that router, you know, I opted to go the route that I went was because it was the least amount of friction. Mm -hmm. So in, in your case, you, you do have to opt in, you have to create an account, you have to do the things to get into that realm, you know, at least with the landing site that I've set up, um, there is no friction. There's nothing to sign up for. You, you use your number to another number and there's there are no, like every time you push a button, it, it, you know, you progress to the next thing. That you're yeah. To. I think the sign up idiom makes a lot of sense for karaoke and somewhat less for song request. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what that does to adoption. I don't really know. Well, and, and, you know, just like anything else, the, you know, the testing is the trying, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. you see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. You know, for, for me, the first night out, the, you know, the landing site deal was a, was a huge success. If for no other reason that like, you know, my traffic went up like exponentially yeah, and that alone was a victory, you know, whatever didn't end up showing up in my PayPal or Venmo account was over, you know, kind of over shadowed by, you know, the cash on hand and all the other things. So, you know, maybe at some point there's some things that I tweak on that end to get more of what I'm looking for, uh, as far as the online payment stuff. Mm -hmm. But for right now, you know, I feel like the, um, the, the test was successful Yeah, and you'll have the opportunity as you kind of go through this to kind of test new things and move things around and just see what, you know, what is optimal for you. Absolutely. I mean, I do think that there's, um, you know, the UI is pretty, naive, um, in terms of just page layout, but I, I see the opportunity for other hosts to customize it with their own logos and colors and stuff. Um, I think that's an obvious thing. Um, anyway, if anybody'd like to go on this journey with me and try it out on the, on the road, I'd be very interested. So reach out to us at the, uh, all the places I'll say at the end of the episode. Coverbankconfidential at gmail.com. Yeah. Great way to, we- great way to get there. That. That, that, that. And then, you know, it, it, it opens me up to all those questions I was asking you. So do I fold that in with my own plan for the night? Do I, you know, clearly I got to mix it up. I mean, I, I, I published the URL of it in the event for Friday and I've already had some requests come in from some people. So they're kind of chunky, you know, 
<laughs> blocks of requests from individuals. So that'll obviously need some shifting up. There is a way in it for, um, from the, the performers interface to move songs up and down in the list. So that's a thing. Um, okay. but, um, yeah, a lot to learn, a lot to learn about, about it. And the only way to learn it, to learn those things is to bash them up against usage. Yeah. And see how it succeeds and how it fails. So. Yeah. And you know, thinking about like the whole journey around, you know, how you handle requests and that kind of thing, you know, depending on the demand and depending on, you know, how it goes from the drop, like those decisions can kind of be made for you. Mm -hmm. I would say that, you know, if you post the URL and like, by the time you are ready to start the beginning of the gig, there's 40 songs in the can. That's your show. That's your show. Yep. Organize them in an order you like, and you're gone. Exactly. Yep. And, and then otherwise it's just a matter of kind of, you know, curating mm-hmm. and you know, there's songs that I do pretty much all the time. And there's stuff that I don't ever do depend, you know, unless somebody requests it. Right. So, right. um, I like it when the, uh, the interaction is up because it gives me an opportunity to typically do things I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've done, I haven't played losing my religion. I don't know, three, four years, but it's cool to do it. It's a great tune. I, I love, I love singing it. Yep. There's nothing to it really, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, and I mean, for, for the foreseeable future, this is what we're, we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing these solo gigs. Right. And so, finding, um, interesting, compelling ways to engage with the audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Keep fun. ourselves entertained, stay connected with the audience, you know, goose tip giving all of that. All right. So in, in that, I, I did want to bring up a secondary topic about performing on your own and it's not just performing on your own, but just something that I've noticed. Um, and it's, 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 I don't know if this is controversial or harsh or whatever, but, uh, I just want to say, I just want to, I just want to push a phrase out into the world and just kind of see what people think about it. Mm. Impressive doesn't always mean good. Say more about that. Okay. So, you know, we've all been at a, a place where there's somebody performing and sometimes that performer has a particular skill set or a thing that they um, that they think they are good at. And you will you find out in kind of short order that they tend to do that probably more than they should. Um, and it could be a number of things. It could be uh, fancy guitar phrasing or, uh, solos where solos don't belong Mm -hmm. or vocal runs where vocal runs don't belong or singing super, super high when it's not necessary. And I find that without a filter, i.e., you know, a group of musicians around you, it can be very easy to fall into these self-indulgent kind of Mm. patterns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the primary focus or the reason why I brought this up was, um, in our market, uh, somebody was doing a live stream and they were doing, it was like, they were multitasking. It was like a one, it was one guy doing multiple things at the same time, kind of like a one man band kind of thing. And I remember scrolling by it and seeing it and go, wow, he's doing all that. That's really, he had like a bass and a guitar around his neck and. He was doing, he was doing stuff with his feet. Okay. 
And then he had like, he had this kind of crazy rig of like, I don't know if he was doing, I, I only watched it for a short period of time. So I, I, I didn't really get the full grasp of what he was doing, but from, from the visual of it, it looked incredible, it looked really, really impressive. So, you know, it piqued my interest. And so I, I tapped on the, um, I tapped on the video and I, I, I stuck around for a few minutes and, um, you know, what I found was what I, I call this, you know, he was, he was hitting bandwidth limits a lot, meaning that like he was hitting the point where he was doing too much and it was obvious, uh, his own in the mental and physical bandwidth. Correct. Gotcha. So while the effort and the process was impressive, the end product mm -hmm. Not better. And I would argue it was worse. Yeah. Yeah. The intention was impressive. Yes. I think a, a corollary to what you said that, that, uh, impressive is different from good. Is that how you, how, how you put it? Yeah. I said impressive doesn't equal good. Yeah. I think a corollary is intentions don't matter. Yeah. So, you know, I would say. For uh, those of you who are out there doing this, like, be aware of your intent and what you're trying to do and look at it from an outside perspective, a non-musical perspective, from a objective audience perspective, and just use that as the kind of barometer of whether... I should do this or I shouldn't do this. And that's hard. You know, that's hard. Getting outside yourself and looking back at yourself is maybe the hardest thing a human being can do. Yeah. So, um, the, the, a smart, a smart human <laughs> gets a second opinion about things like that. Well, a wise human. Thank you. Yes. Wisdom is the, uh, the ability to discern what you do not know. And is not the same thing as smarts. Very good call there. Right. We, you know, we have a guy here in our market here who um, he mostly plays guitar and sings and accompanies himself on a drum kit that's all pedals. Mm -hmm. So he, he, he can get to where he's working a, a, a kick and a snare and a hi-hat and a cymbal yeah. with his feet while mm -hmm. playing guitar seated. Um, yep. And it's, it's good. It's, it's good. He does it well. Um, I do feel like a lot of his songs are pretty samey. There's like not a lot sure. of variety in what he's doing. Um, and that can get old. Um, yeah. but it's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. Now, listen, I think I would say, you know, we were talking earlier about the difference between a dinner show and a show show, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. when I play a dinner show, first of all, your wallpaper, you know that you're not there to get anybody's attention. But I still do a couple times, right? Like I will make sure there are a couple of moments in the show, not a lot, just a yeah. couple where it's damn impressive. Sure. You know, Taylor and I will reach out and grab the room with our um, Africa. Mm -hmm. And our harmonies in that are killer and everybody sings along and people put down their fork and be part of it with us. And we ask for 90 seconds of their time to do that, right? I think a, yeah. I think a good show can include some impressive Sure. But impressive can certainly come at the expense of good. Well, and, and it's, it's, it depends on what 
impressive looks like. Mm. So, you know, what I was talking about was like, I'm going to put a lot of effort into this and that's going to make it good. That's not necessarily what equate that's not necessarily the barometer for success in that moment. So, so your guy who whose live stream, I'm not sure impressive, impressive is the word for that high intentioned. Okay. You weren't impressed. Yeah. I also have to kind of like take that with a grain of salt because I understand that what I hear and see does not translate. We're not civilians. Correct. Yeah, that's certainly true. So, yeah, I, I don't even think it's, you know, kind of talking about you're talking about, you know, for me, the range stuff is is my whatever, is my impressive whatever. Right, right. Um, I have the ability to sing high in um, opportunities to do that. I don't, I try not to take them too much. Sure. Because it, one, it can wear you out. Yep. But it can also just be like, all right, we get it. You can, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, for me, there, there's probably like a handful of songs where, where I, I, I will pull that out. Uh, your love by the outfield is a song that I do all the time. I feel like I've, I've got like a cool version, acoustic version of it. Uh, I do take on me, which, you know, I mean, you're, you're not going to find another song that goes from like lowest to highest in. That's a two octave range there in the chorus. It's yeah. Yeah. And the one that I, the one that sucks is the low one. It's the right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You have no problem with the top of it. I can get the bottom of it. I can't get the top. Yeah. See, I mean, it, it, it doesn't necessarily like for me, singing high isn't hard Right. for other people. It is. And for some people, you know, having good, you know, flat picking technique or good finger picking technique is not hard. Um, so that wasn't really what I was getting at. Like, I'm not saying like, don't do hard things. Like just don't necessarily think that what your barometer of impressive or technical or whatever means that, um, the end result or the audience is going to appreciate it anymore. And you can't trade that off for entertaining, right? Absolutely. If it's, if it's technical and that's all it is, that's not so interesting. You know, I do, when I do, um, lovely day, Bill Withers, yep. I sing his long note and it's, uh, eight bars long, something like that. Eight slow bars. It's a, it's a long note and I do it. Oh, yeah. I, I've done it. Yeah. I've done yeah, it. I, 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 I get it. Most of the time, if I have to like for a couple bars before and I sort of have to like load up air, but, but I can get through it. And, um, and for the, <laughs> some of the time when I'm doing that, one person in the room will be like, Whoa. And I'm thrilled. That's all I need is one person to recognize that that was a thing to do. Um, yeah. nobody else cares and that's fine. Um, yeah. but for me that, for that, that moment gratifies me I'm happy for the whole night. Um, uh, and I'm fine if they didn't, but it, that moment is all I need. Yeah. It's like, um, when you're watching somebody like, like a professional dancer in like theater or on TV, when they start doing the fuetes, which is that thing where like mm-hmm. you spit kind of in succession, as soon as you hit four full rotations, that's when you start clapping. Yeah. It's four full rotations before that. It's just like, all right, one, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. There's, there's a formula to it. Yep. 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 So probably on like the third to fifth bars, you're gonna get the people who are like paying attention, like, oh, he's still going. Well, it's when the, it's when the chord pattern loops around, but you didn't stop the note. That's yep. when some people are like, oh, there's a thing happening. And everyone else in the room is like, 
that's probably dangerous. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's done, done, whatever. I hardly notice there's music happening. Yeah, what I, what I've always struggled with is is holding the note, not the not the actual like breath. It's the eh, and not like eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like running yeah, out of air. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it, it's a, it's a good note in my range. It's well supported. That that position in my range is really good. I, I it, it works well for me. Um, yeah. And in fact, that song opens me up. I often often do that song kind of as an early set warm up. Because um, mm-hmm. by the time I get to the end of it, I'm loose and ready. It's like it's, it's a great song for my voice. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Anyway, yeah. So point is, even though I impress myself with that. <laughs> means nothing in terms of the quality of my show or what people are left yeah. with, uh, except for that one person um, who's probably a voice coach or something and horrified yeah. by everything else I'm doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. a really good point. All right. So uh, I had one other thing I wanted to bring up and this is from uh, a listener named Russ Medeo. He uh, hit us up on email this uh, literally this morning. Um, he is, uh, in a band called level up from Jersey city, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. And he reached out to us. He said, uh, been listening to the podcast for the past few months. Love what you guys do. It's been a great resource, uh, for information, um, for myself and my new band. Uh, I would love to get your opinion on something. Our band is trying to book gigs for the summer as we all are. And one particular place is requiring us to sell tables. They're going to pay us a lower guarantee, but we'll get 100% of the tables we sell. This seems shady to me. I'm curious what you guys think of this. Um, So I wrote him back and I said, well, what do you mean by requiring to sell tables? What exactly does that mean? Uh, Did they give you tickets and ask you to bring back cash? Are they saying your pay depends on the number of tables you sell? Just want to make sure I understand. Um, So his clarification was they're not giving us tickets. Uh, one of the guys in the band spoke to the venue. I think it's a situation where uh, we have to have our fans, friends make reser- reservations and our pay depends on how many tables we sell. So as so, you make the reservation, you name check the band. Well, I think just in general, if you if you reserve a table to see the band play, they get the money. They get 100% of the ticket at that table? Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty sweet, actually. Exactly. That's how I felt. Okay. Um, but I wanted to, you know, he had kind of posited it that it was pay to play. And I was like, I don't think that's what they're doing. So there's a small guarantee? Yes. It's $250 guarantee plus 100% of the, you know, the table sales, whatever those are. I would take that all day long and I would sell tables until I was blue in the face. Yeah. Until there were no tables left to sell. Yep. Yep. I would make Maybe. it, I would make it my biggest show of the summer. I'd make it my comeback show. Make it the airline style table sales. Overbook the tables. Absolutely. Absolutely. Until, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not pay to play. It's uh, um, if anyone encounters real pay to play, don't take it. That's terrible. Yeah. But this isn't that. This is um, this is an opportunity to put something really cool together. Yes. In my opinion. So this, yeah, this was. Hey, Russ actually is in the live stream, and he uh, he was he's he uh, just texted said, "Hey, How about that? thanks." For- answer my question um so this was my full response uh i said that doesn't necessarily sound out of bounds to me it sounds like they're going to pay you uh based on your ability to bring fans for your show and they're including a uh, low guarantee if you don't sell anything uh this is no different than a ticketed event think of it as an opportunity to make more money rather than less money 
members only plays at a venue called Vankman's. We've talked about it many, many times. Mm -hmm. And we, when we play there, we do a pure ticketed door deal. Meaning if no one comes, we make no money. Uh, on our worst night, we made about $900. On our best night, it was close to $3,000. Uh, it is important that you as a band invest with those who book you to bring people to your show doesn't necessarily mean you are solely responsible, but it also shouldn't be entirely on them to fill their spot when you play. Uh, I think we'll bring this up in the episode tonight. Uh, see what Dan thinks. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Look, it, you know, it, so just thinking it about a Clinky Lincoln show, I'll have with no effort four or five tables. Mm-hmm. You've been playing a while. I mean, I don't know if that's true today, but prior to COVID, like, Without opening my mouth, it's on Facebook. I'll have a dozen people there and they won't, they don't all sit together. So whatever. Um, those people are there for a couple, three hours. That's a couple, three drinks at least. That's probably some apps, maybe dinner. Like the, the thing that blows my mind here is getting the full ticket from those tables. Uh, it's it's yeah. startling to me that the venue would not keep some margin on those. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's really the deal, that is um, that is generous. Yeah, I mean- you know, for for the Vankman's deal, it's an 80-20 split after expenses are covered. Yeah. So that includes like 150 for production. It, in, it includes roughly that much for promotion um, and a couple of other things. So, you know, for that, and then it's 80-20 after that. Right. So, um, you know, 100% for that could be, it could be a like a, a windfall if, totally. if the card's right. Totally, totally. And if you're a new band, you mentioned they're new. Yes. All right. So listen, listen, you want to parlay that new band energy. Your first few gigs, you're going to get all your curious coworkers, all your, you know, your mom and her knitting club. And, you know, this is, and they're not going to come again. They're going to come to their friends. And yeah. They're going to come to one show and you want it to be this one because you're going to make bank. And it's going to be outdoors. It's going to be, it's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that, you should look at this as an opportunity to make more money, not less money. Yeah, do this deal all day long. Yeah. Yeah, Russ says this will be their second gig ever. Perfect. Man, bring everyone. You got the you got the kinks worked out at the first one. Yep. Or some, some of them. And then <laughs> and then like, them. yeah, this is the one to have this is the one to have your 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 dad and his fishing buddies at. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Make it and make it, you know, in your promotion. Oh, it's not outdoors, but that's okay. Whatever. We'll we'll just say that it, you know. Either way, it, it 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 is the social event of the season. That's what it is. That's right. That's right. That's right. If you don't love music, stay away. Yeah. But if you do, you got to be at this. Got to be. Can't miss it. Cannot miss it. So yeah, I hope that's helpful for you guys. You know, um, there's definitely pay to play situations where it's like, all right, well, I'm giving you get a hundred tickets, and if you don't sell them, you owe us money. Yeah. That is what pay to play. Don't do is. that. Unless you are, you know, salesmen, you know, monsters. Even so, I don't want to encourage that business model. It, I don't bad. know. It depends. I, I could I can see a situation where a highly motivated band can sell those tickets or they can take a bath on it and cause absolute havoc at a show, <laughs> which could almost be just as good. Yeah. Because if you give them all away and like, you know, bust everybody in with like, you know, a keg of beer on a school bus and then they all come in and then they completely just, you know, lay waste to the venue. Like that's another thing. Get good video. Yeah. 
if nothing else, people will be like, dude, that show is bananas. That was bonkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 lots of different ways that you can you can approach it. So cool. But that's all I got. Me too. Big thanks to Russ Medeo and uh, his band up in Jersey City. Uh, if you are in that area, check out Level Up. They got a there's show coming up, and they want you they to eat dinner. Right up, and you need a table, right. so you better get in that's there. Right. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all that being said, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Um, I'm supposed to drop a video tomorrow. I don't know when I'm going to drop on on the, on the YouTube's. I have no idea. We'll see. Maybe I'll cut this up. I'm, yeah, I'm you'll sure. come up with something. Yep, I I tend to something about um, requests. Maybe there you go. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do a number of things, uh, including sign up for our new mailing list and a bunch of other stuff that Dan is going to mention right now. But for this week, I will go ahead and call it from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 151. Have an awesome week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash coverbandconfidential. And for more info, check out www.coverbandconfidential.com.